The reading today, the first reading today is uh, Matthew chapter 5, verses 3 to 12. True happiness. Happy are those who know they are spiritually poor. The kingdom of heaven belongs to them. Happy are those who mourn. God will comfort them. Happy are those who are humble. They will receive what God has promised. Happy are those whose greatest desire is to do what God requires. God will satisfy them fully. Happy are those who are merciful to others. God will be merciful to them. Happy are the pure in heart. They will see God. Happy are those who work for peace. God will call them his children. Happy are those who are persecuted because they do what God requires. The kingdom of heaven belongs to them. Happy are you when people insult you and persecute you and tell all kinds of evil lies against you because you are my followers. Be happy and glad for a great reward is kept for you in heaven. This is how the prophets who lived before you were persecuted. And the second reading is from Revelation chapter 22, just a single verse, verse 7. Listen, says Jesus, I am coming soon. Happy are those who obey the prophetic words in this book. Thank you, Derek. And thank you for both readings. Now, the first is slightly more complex um, reading around happiness and and comes um, from the Sermon on the Hill where Jesus was explaining to the disciples about what true, deeper happiness was. The second reading from Revelations is much smaller and much simpler. And when I um, sent the readings through to Colin, I'm sure he went, but there's only one verse in there, where's all the rest of it? And quite simply, I prayed about that really quite long and hard. Um, And to me, kind of, to coin a Ron Teal quote, it does exactly what it says on the tin. Actually, in simple format, following the Bible can and will lead to happiness. And that sounds really, really simple. And actually, it really dawned on me that, actually going back to basics... Rather than all this complex, mad stuff in your life, just can make you happy. So, following one book, living it, breathing it, using that as a foundation, can make you happy. I've always found in the eight years that I've kind of been an active Christian and gone out there to the world and said that I'm a Christian, actually, it's made me a much happier person. I encourage you 
to really delve deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And if you ever think that you've got to the end and you totally understand the Bible and you've totally got it, start again and do the same thing again and it'll kind of bring up amazing new things that can make you even happier than you are. So you don't need your money and your mobile, even though you mo- you, the Bible could be on your mobile, which is why I was thinking my mobile's really useful, because that's how I always do it these days. Use those things to en- enhance your life effectively. So what is happiness? Okay. What's it all about? To coin the dictionary definition, it's really about, from the Oxford Dictionary, it says it's a feeling or a showing of pleasure or contentment. Nice and simple. There's many facets of happiness that I'm sure you can share with me far better than I, I could share with you. A couple of things, though, to know is you can have short-term happiness. What makes you happy in the here and now? Getting sweets. Always cheers me up, always makes me happy. Until I have to go to the dentist. Medium-term happiness. So if Man United win the league, more than happy with that. Absolutely delighted with that. And long-term happiness, you know, it's all that, like, stuff doing great in your career or feeling really happy at home feeling that you've finished all the decorating or DIY that's kind of long term happiness a feeling of contentment I've got to point out at the minute that man's done the decorating not me but we'll we'll leave, leave that aside the other thing about happiness is how often do you question or think about what makes you happy? How often do you just go through life and just go searching for things without really just investing a small amount of time about what it is that makes you happy? Because, I'll be really honest, one example, really quick example to me is, I play championship manager on my computer. If you don't know what that is, that's okay. But I spend lots of hours, in man's words, watching silly little people round the screen run round, and all these things change on a screen, and I can be happy as Larry with that, and then I get beat on this game that I can't control really, and all of a sudden I'm really unhappy. And it's like, well, why'd you play it? Well, I'm really happy playing it. Or I go and watch a football match. And I'm really, really happy and excited to go to this football match. And then United get beat, like last week. And I come home really grumpy. I'm really unhappy. And it's like, well, why did you go? And then my mum was really happy, genuinely really happy, to go, ha, <laughs> didn't United get beat? And she found great pleasure from that. And I was absolutely gutted. But... So what makes you happy? Just turn to someone you don't know or to the person next to you, I won't make it too awkward, and for one minute, just pick out two things that make you really happy. 
Is there a room in my room? Okay, who would like to share what makes them happy? Don't all shout at once, okay. This is true Sally Willett style, kind of freestyling. Was it two things? Yep. Yep, one is obviously being married to your mother. (laughs) (laughs) Because you'd probably go back and tell her anyway, yeah. (laughs) Uh, and uh, music makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Anyone else? Oh. Contentment within yourself. I found that since coming to Thomas Rusley Church, accepting things, and most importantly, my family and my son, and they're around me, and that's content and happiness. Well, thank you. I like uh, to keep fit. Um, I like nice days out with my family, and I like achieving things. So you like them or they make you happy? Yeah, um, well, the whole package makes me happy, but I also like uh, the action of achieving something, so that makes me happy. Brilliant, thank you. (coughs) Family is a big one. Second, mountains up. Lots of things make me happy, but coming to treats on Thursday morning, preparing for it, it's like a buzz and we really enjoy chatting to each other and, you know, friends come in. That makes me happy. And your second thing? I like going out for a walk and knowing there's a tea shop at the end (laughs) or a coffee shop. (laughs) There's a recurring theme here, Rona. Thank you. Job satisfaction and the sunshine. Mm-hmm. Anyone else? Oh, I can see a hand there. Adam doesn't want to say it. He wants me to say it for him. So one thing that makes him happy is camping. And the other thing is his dog, Esther. Oh, <laughs> oh little doggy. Anyone else for any more? Any more? Don't want to embarrass anyone. (laughs) 
Rabbits. <laughs> Food. Food makes me very... Hashtag Okimo. Let go. Oh. Okay, thank you. So, lots of different things there. No one said football. Or mobile phones. Okay, I'm on my own. <laughs> or reading your Bible. Ron's with me on this one. Good man. Okay, so we're going to look, or I'm going to explore, kind of three things. Really simple. And hopefully something that you can go away from today and just think about as you go in the week ahead and the month ahead. So if anyone, I see anyone or I speak to anyone in the future, I say, are you happy? They go, oh no, I'm fed up. I'll refer back to these three things. The first thing is really understanding what is happiness. Okay, so we, we've spoke about that a little bit. The second thing is the who. So who makes us really happy? And the third thing, and probably the most, I guess, important thing, is the how. How are we happy? And it's really exploring them. Okay, so we, we've done the what. The who. Is it your mum, your dad, your brothers, your sisters, your husbands, your wives, your girlfriends, your boyfriends, entertainers, your enemies, homeless, the rich, the poor? Is it kind people? Is it nasty people? Is it sad people? Is it listeners? Or is it speakers? Is it experiences? Is it yourselves? Or is it others? Loads of options. But actually, they probably all have an impact in whether overall you're happy or not. So I have this thing in my brain, and I don't know if anyone else shares this, but I kind of have a scale of one to ten. Okay? I'm a simple bloke, really. Some would argue that most blokes are simple, but we won't go there. Um, but simple in terms of one to ten. So I'll rank things in one to ten. So at my most happy, I'm smiling. And it's kind of a chart where you've got that, that big mega smile. And as you come in or you see people, you're just so full of joy and you're really, really happy. When I'm kind of a number five, I just walk around my business and I'm... You know, I'm just, I'm just okay. I was, I was doing it on Thursday in London. I was one of about seven million people during the rat race, trying to get to somewhere, hustling and bustling. I was okay. Didn't speak to anybody. 
which was a bit sad. It didn't really make me that happy. But I wasn't unhappy. And then, I guess when I'm at my most miserable is when I'm on my own and it's cold and United have probably just lost against Liverpool and actually I just need some time to kind of work through some things and then I'll kind of be okay. And that's just a really like short snapshot of it. Actually, being up here preaching is probably a number 10. I never ever thought that would be the case. I thought one day, if I was ever doing that, I'd be like so nervous and it'd just be so overwhelming that actually I'd probably be like a number three on that. But actually it's something I really enjoy because hopefully it's God-centered and a message from God. I also am a number 10 when I'm taking care of myself. I have a shave, do my hair, I iron my clothes, I buy new clothes because I don't often do that. And maybe sometimes I might even go to somewhere other than Asda because it's just around the corner to buy some clothes. That's probably when I'm a number 10. When I'm looking after my wife, I'm seeing friends and family. And I think those have kind of come out. As well, when you get great exam results. Who's had recent great exam results? Number 10, well done. Number five, I've got down as working on things that I'm really excited about working on. Okay, being at work, being really happy, but being overworked and just far too busy. Spending too many hours at work, who can resonate with that? Struggling sometimes to get to all the church activities. You know, with a bit of a trade-off because of all the things that you've got to do. Sometimes not being able to see your friends or your family because you've just got so much on. That's kind of when it's, you know, that 50%, that, that number five on the scale. And zero is when you're completely maxed out. Okay? Can't come to church can't see friends, got stuff to do, it's just kind of survival mode. You've just got to get through. And that just makes me a bit sad. That's my 0%. Bit rubbish. Now, I wonder, what's your number 10? Again, we, we've explored this idea of what makes you happy, but where does that kind of go on your scale? I mean, encouragement to you is to focus on things that really are at the top end of that scale. So you can't always be wonderfully happy and as smiley as as Colin has been this morning all throughout the service. But if you're ever feeling a bit glum, my encouragement to you is to think of things that are on your number 10 scale. Rona shared and Ron shared about being in a mountaintop or out walking. So if you're feeling in a number 10, you know, number three on your scale in terms of your overall happiness. Go out for a walk. Go and see a mountain. Because it'll help to make you feel happy. Don't concentrate on the things that make you unhappy. The scientific research that says around positivity 
and thinking about the things that are really kind of lift you and, and get you in that great space. And it's focusing on things that are simple that you recognise as being easy to do on a regular basis <coughs> that are just in that top bracket. Not trying to shift the things that maybe you know, you're a bit unhappy with, but you spend loads of energy into to try and move up the dial two or three things. Let me give you an example. I looked, I'm thinking, you know what, I'm a, I'm a bit rubbish at DIY. Gen, genuinely, and, and if Brian was here, he'd be giving me pelters, and Mike's eyes are like burning into me right now. He knows. And then I was like, oh, well, we've got loads of wood in the back garden. I can make a desk. And I was going, just because I can, because I've got loads of wood. And I came to it, and I was like, Really? I've not got the brackets. I don't know what screws to use. I don't really know what joints I've got to do. I know what I'll do. Instead of trying to get that from a two to make me like a little bit happier because I've done a bit of DIY in terms of a three, I'll go and buy a desk that's already pre-made that someone's had great joy creating for me and then I'll go and concentrate on the things that make me even happier than making a desk that's going to make me all stressed out and that's what I did and actually it made me feel much much happier that way and maybe that's an invitation to you don't get bogged down on the stuff that actually you're just trying to shift from a kind of a two to a three and in summer holidays right it can be about attitude often so in the summer holidays when it's been raining and a little bit miserable, if we're honest, you can get like, a bit glum with that. And then I was thinking, but surely you can think about all the great things that you can do, or you can do with your kids, that's inside, that's really, really fun. Rather than it being outdoor and a bit gloomy and a bit grey, just explore the things that you can do that are wonderful indoors instead. And that's not rocket science, and that's just kind of shifting the dial on your attitude and about having a positive outlook that will make you happier. Use the love of God as your foundation in happiness in your life. It's far greater than a fleeting happiness with materials or victories or accomplishments. Matthew 5, chapter 5, verse 8, says, Happy are pure in heart, they will see God. It was in the first reading that we, we went through. Happy are those pure in heart. So if it's at your core foundation, whatever it may be, that makes you truly happy, that's really deep inside of you, that will make you happy could be baking a cake could be watching Great British Bake Off there's a smile at the back there whatever makes you and makes you tick really really focus on them because it's pure in heart it's not the stuff on the outside the buying sweets that makes you happy for a minute or two it's the stuff that's really deep inside you that makes you happy 
Some of the things you thought about before that made you happy. Do these things include the Lord? Do these things include your neighbour? It doesn't matter if it didn't. That's not a problem, that's not at all. Because actually what we say is that actually you should really be happy yourself, within yourself, and with your happiness, you can then make others happy. There's nothing worse in actually being false and kind of all a bit miserable inside, and then trying to go off and make other people happy, because they'll kind of shout you out on it. It'll be so obvious and so apparent. Okay, so first thing, make yourself happy. Second thing, then spread that happiness to other people. And the third thing is to then make God happy. And you'll make God happy with the thing that we talked about right at the beginning is around following the Bible. So other things that you thought about, do they include the Lord and are they about your neighbour? Think of a couple of things that you can do in the weeks ahead that can make that switch, that can make you even happier. If you have two weeks from today that can make you even happier, what, what would that be? Would it include the Lord? Would it include your neighbour? And I'm, when I say neighbour, obviously I mean everybody. I don't mean your next door neighbour necessarily. Could be, doesn't have to be. Okay. Just have a minute or two. You can do it in silence. You can speak to someone, entirely up to you, just to think about what it is. If you were to shout something out, what would it be that could make you even happier than you are today within a two-week period? Can we just have some quite reflective music on, Tim, just while we do that? I'm not going to ask for the shout. I'm just going to ask you to to take that as you as you leave church, and I hope that you can get to that space. I'm going to encourage you to be happier in two weeks' time than you are today. And it may be that you're so incredibly happy right now, you burst into the scenes, you couldn't be happier. And you know what? That is incredible. And keep in that space. Okay. The final thing is, I'll say. To be happy, and, and it was referred to in Matthew 5, chapter 5, verse 5, is about doing things humbly. 
And I just wanted to share a quote with you that's not on the screen, but I wrote down, um, around humility and being humble. Is not thinking less of yourself, it is thinking of yourself less. Let me just repeat that. So humility or being humble is not thinking less of yourself, it's thinking of yourself less. And that's by C.S. Lewis. Really saying, actually to give and to share can make you incredibly happy. And the more that you can do of that, often the happier you can become. And, and that's for you to work out again. It's, a, it's an invitation, it's an opportunity to, to think about that. Okay, I'm going to keep it there. If you want to share afterwards with happiness or what will make you happier, please feel free to have a conversation. You can do it with me, you can do it to um, the elders, uh, Mike and Vanda that are here. You can do it to anyone, actually. I encourage you and um, be happy. Okay, thank you.